Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. You will drive yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And one of the biggest thems is essentially confirmed with this Who. We've talked about a million times and she always says, no, I'm not with this Who. I'm not with this Who. Well, American Who, I'm not with this Who. And the press is like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. And now we have proof that yes, she is because of this Page Six exclusive. Adele shops at Outlet Mall with the rumored boyfriend Skepta. The only reason that this is such a confirmation is because if there's anything more damning than kissing your boyfriend, it's shopping in the Palm Spring outlets with your boyfriend. Like, this is not friendly behavior. The San Bernardino, California outlets. The Cabazon outlets. The the ones near the dinosaur. The ones that you pass on the way to Palm Springs near the dinosaur. Oh, I don't know. That's where the dinosaur is. I always see people post photos of the dinosaur. It's near Palm Springs. Okay. Yes. So Adele went to the dinosaur. Then she went to the Prada outlet with Skepta. Her boyfriend. We all know it's her boyfriend. Well, we know it's her boyfriend because she made him try on clothes and while she watched, which is like the ultimate girlfriend behavior. She was sitting watching him while he was picking sweaters, pants, trying on jackets and coats and having the employees help him. She was giving him feedback and saying what she thought he looked great in. It was cute that just waiting and being a normal girlfriend while he looked. He must have shopped for 45 minutes. And in case you're wondering, well, how do we know for sure that was Skepta? Because he's a who, it could have been anyone. They said that it matched his tattoos. And yes, he has a tutu that says Skepta on his back. Oh, so like I don't think they would have confused it. has his name on him. I mean, also, I just feel like this couple, they're very recognizable. At this point, Adele is as well. Like, I just, I, I don't, I'm, I'm sure you'd figure it. Also, they're in California. They got British accents. Like, they kind of, <laughs> kind of stick out, you know? Adele definitely sticks out. And even though, like, a new Adele, where it's like, Adele reveals new body. Ugh. It's like, it's still Adele. It's Adele. I'm also, not gonna, like, like be confused what by this woman. happened? I mean, not to be like this is not about Adele, but I am curious. Like the rollout of Adele, it's like it didn't even come with a song, and I'm just like, where's the song? It feels very Normani. Like, where's the album? Like, we got mm-hmm. so much Adele press that was like, okay, so, but she is a singer, right? Like, let like <laughs> let's hear a song. Not to be, you know, that you have to give me a song, but I'm like. What's the, there's a lot of fuss about this and like no music, which I thought like it'd be a natural lead in, you know, two for one. She was, she was rolled out into the shallow end and she should have been rolled out into the deep end is what you're saying. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) Thank you for that. Whatever that was. I mean, I just want, I, yeah, I just, I'm like, what's Adele doing? You know, like, is she now just like a celebrity? (laughs) Like, I just, like, that's it, you know? She's at the Prada outlet with Skepta instead of releasing music. And we, again, we don't want to pressure these people to do it, but I you're do. right. It's Maybe like, I do. it's sort of like, wait, what are you doing? Why are you like thirsty for all this attention unless you have something to give us? Maybe she's giving us, you know, this. This is how she's giving herself. Today now. I saw a tweet that was like, happy three year anniversary to a tweet Rihanna made about an album that never came out. <laughs> I was like, we are sick in the head. This is a sickness. <laughs> We've been sick for three and a half years. Oh, three the, years. The yes. poor Navy. The poor Navy. I don't know if you caught this, you guys, but Skepta commented, which I didn't understand at first, but he was like, I have your Instagram password, LOL. And to which she responded with a winky face and a heart emoji. What does it mean, Deidre? Oh, my Lord. You know, the, the internet speak, it's just, it could mean anything. My British friends just told me they are so here for it. They love the idea of them being together. Now, can we go on the record and say a winky face? And what was it, a heart emoji? It was a heart emoji. 
Okay, can, can we say that that translates into a romantic relationship? No, unfortunately we can't. But I did a little research and we do know that these two are longtime yeah. pals. Moving on, let's talk about some more who's. Let's leave Adele out of this narrative. Let's talk about a couple that is truly hooey that is on, I guess, a Vemi Netflix show. Oh, I hate talking about Netflix shows, but everyone's talking about sex slash life and this well, giant dick. Do you remember the like horny Polish movie that was at the top of Netflix, quote unquote, rankings for like years? or whatever? I think Netflix was like, we need more horny content. Look at this. This is so horny and not even that good. Like, let's make some shit shitty horny content and this well is what i thought is. that too so i was checking for the actual like timeline of events and this and i was like well maybe this has been shelved for several years but no they shot this during the pandemic so no, but i think like it got greenlit i just think they were just they you know that you know it's an sex algorithm is working. they were sex like streams they were like they don't like, we don't care if it's good or not as long as it's sexy just like let's get some of this sexy content in there it clearly works like hbo watch out we will we will show a dick you know like mm -hmm. we have no fear of showing a dick well they will show a dick to the point that it gets this kind of coverage i think this is on insane what, what even what even ridiculous website was this on? Thrillist, maybe? In episode three of the popular Netflix series, we are in the shower with Brad, Adam Demos, Demos, when the camera lingers on his gigantic penis, an appendage that might even make Boogie Nights' Dirk Diggler feel a little inadequate in the trouser department. That was a prosthetic, too. You're comparing it to a fake dick. Well, so they didn't confirm that the dick... This is the best thing, is that... The, people were like, is it a real dick or is it a fake dick? Because it's so big. And... <laughs> <laughs> Newsweek like wrote about it, right? And they and they did con they did right. confirm right. that a prosthetics team was hired for the show, but they couldn't confirm what they had worked on. So they were like, a member of the prosthetics team confirmed to Newsweek that the scene does include a feature of a prosthesis. In fact, there are prosthetic sex parts elsewhere in the show, and the prosthetics team has experience making fake penises, including ones even larger than that in Sex Life. So it's like, but they didn't confirm that it was specifically the, they like kind of insinuated that it was, but they were like, we, there's, there's one in the scene, there's what there's one else, you know what I mean? We don't know. I think it's a composite, just like the Sex in the City, like, publicity photo i think it's all sorts of special effects wizardry going on with that penis and i don't know why it's surprising or shocking like we can't we refuse to believe that a convincing dick on television is fake when like we watch kong versus godzilla and we're like yeah this is fine people just want to believe the fantasy they want to believe the fantasy and this show is not just about this dick. This show is getting a lot of press because of what I'm going to talk about in a second, which is the fact that two leads are now actually dating, mm -hmm. which is like, that is a once, not a, I was going to say once in a lifetime, it happens constantly. That is a <laughs> rare, but very uh, valuable PR mechanism in that I think the show would have gotten buzz anyways, because it is truly horrendous. It's like a lifetime movie, like softcore porn lifetime movie thing. Mm -hmm. It's like a woman has to choose between her husband and her ex-boyfriend. Like, whoa. That's what I realized late, that sex life is... It's sex or it's life. It's like her option. So it's like, I either choose sex yeah. or life. That is that is so it's ridiculous. ridiculous. But okay. It's it, No, it, it is. It is. Sex is really just about sex. What's it about for you? They're here. Desire. Feeling desired. Freedom. I haven't felt that way since... Brad, the person who gives you security can't be the same person who gives you the thrill. Billy never even mentioned you. Maybe there's a reason for that. Unless. Unless. Unless you think there's a world in which Brad could give you both. And it stars um, Sarah, Sarah Shahi from The L Word. So there's already a funny thing about how all the women who love the L word are like, what, she's not gay? And it's like, no, mm -hmm. sorry to break it to you. She's really not. When did we talk about this on the Patreon? Because you referenced watching this recently. Yeah. Wait, did we? Did it, I thought it got cut. Maybe it did get cut. I think we talked about it. Maybe it got cut. Dick aside, who are these people and why is their relationship so like Dick notable? Let's move this gigantic dick out of the way and get into the nugget of the I mean, issue. it's only in, like, one scene. It's also just funny because in typical, like, 
in typical fashion, this woman played by Sarah Shahi is like naked the whole time. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, he shows Dick once and it's like, oh, mama mia. <laughs> it's like she's out here like all, you know, naked all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I've seen the Holly Berry MTV Vumi Awards appearance where she's like, why did I have to show my breasts in Swordfish while Hugh Jackman didn't have to get naked? And then the audience is like, yes. And they took off their shirts. I'm familiar. I'm familiar. So you guys heard about this, you know, in, in the new movie that I got paid a half a million dollars to expose my breasts. Right? You know, $250,000 per t- right? <laughs> I don't know where these rumors came from, but the real injustice was, not that, the real injustice was that I had to expose my breasts and these two big strapping, gorgeous men didn't have to expose anything. Well, I think tonight, right here, they should have to expose one body part, right now! So she was date. She was married to a guy, dumped the guy, then started sex life. So the main, the main two leads in this show are Sarah Shahi, who is more most famous probably for the L word, but has been in a lot of things. He, the only thing that he is really known for is the second season on Real, which nobody watched. So like he's very much a newcomer and whatever. The show was filming over COVID, so that's what's a little bit interesting here is that. She got a divorce mid-COVID from her husband, whose name is Steve Howie. He is most famous for being the bartender guy in Shameless. Okay. Which is like one of the better characters in Shameless TV show. It's like if you watch it, you know. If you don't, you've never even heard Mm -hmm. of him. So they were together. They have three kids. They were married for 11 years. They got a divorce. Well, at least it was confirmed in June 2020. Meanwhile, she wrapped her show, Sex Life, a month before her divorce, meaning... A month before the divorce was finalized. There's a little bit of a suspicious overlap. And so it's funny now is that Netflix and PR and and all this is playing up the like romance of their like kind of onset get together mm-hmm. and how they're calling each other soulmates and how they're like so deeply in love and da da da. But it's like kind of shady the way that they got together because it's like clearly there was some sort of overlap and there's a little kind of a vibe that matches the show, which is like. I'm bored of my I have to choose. boring life. <laughs> Do I so. choose shameless guy or falling in love guy? Because since you left out Adam Demos's most iconic credit, he was Christina Milian's love interest in falling in love. Two N's. In with two right. N's. I-N. He was. He was double N. What's with you in the old houses? Oh, we'll always took the building. Makes me feel a little less. A little less broken. Look at I believe Beachwood Dell's most eligible bachelor might be keen on you. She's a beaut. She sure is. No, we don't care. He, for some reason, always has an Australian accent. I don't think he is, has the ability to get out of that. So it's just funny because he's Australian in every single thing that he does i've noticed that's actually surprising because so many australians are in here pretending to be something else pretending to be american right you know right maybe his american accent is quite bad but it's just funny because they went from being or she went from being married to saying on her birthday january 2021 it is a privilege to wake up every day with excitement as to what could what the day could bring to look at christmas lights and halloween decorations with more astonishment than my kids she wrote to get giddy at the smell of pages of a fresh opened book to have found my love adam underscore demos to laugh until the sun comes up sleep is boring to dance when there's no music so it's Uh like Uh immediately they were like we are freaking obsessed right Well, she was with this other guy for a long time right like almost 20 years so i guess that helps explain or over 10 years that helps explain why she's like wow a new day has come in 2016 this is even weirder in 2016 there's a tmz article about how they were sued by a nanny over harassment what they sexually harassed her according to the nanny yeah they sexually harassed her it was her, her the woman's name is sarah alasari it says howie and shahi who starred in who cares who cares who cares hired sarah alasari in july 2012 to take care of their three kids but alasari says howie would berate her about following muslim customs in their presence she says the verbal abuse got so bad she felt she couldn't do her daily prayers in the house Howie's wife, on the other hand, was all about sharing sexual gossip and innuendo with her nanny, according to the suit. 
Alasari says Shahi would encourage her to get in shape and run off with Howie. Uh, According to Alasari, Shahi told her about an affair with an A-list actor who left her sore, and she even played show and tell. The nanny says Shahi whipped up pics of her lover's junk and said that she wanted to move on with her life. Without, without Howie. Howie. Oh it's like my a, God. It's like a sex life. It's like a prequel. So fun. They're making fun of her religion and then being like, look at this dick. Oh, they're gross. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I wasn't going to watch Sex Life before and I'm not going to watch it now. I already saw the dick. I don't need to watch anything else. But what if I told you she played Christopher's girlfriend on The Sopranos? What if I told you that? That was fast. The gatehouse usually gives shitty directions to these tower. Come in. You're a friend of Chris. Yeah. Tony, by the way. No, I know. He's mentioned you, actually. Well, uh, I heard nothing but nice things about you. Except, uh, you're more beautiful than he let on. Really? Talked about you a few times. Told me what I wants to look you up. Did he? Well, well, well. Steven Dorff is embarrassed for Scarlett Johansson, which I love. I love a who coming in here and being like, yeah, I have a relationship with this now mega star. We were, you know, we worked together many, many, many years ago. And I have some well, comments. Steven Dorff is like one of those characters who's kind of always around and has good credits to his name. Yeah. But then like we'll do shit like this. Yes. I do kind of understand this, I guess, because his whole... His whole thing is like he went from child starter to adult starter, but he chose or maybe it was chosen for him. I don't know. He kind of chose the smaller indie stuff like he didn't really become the big, huge action star well, that maybe I he think could have been. he just did well in them and that took him. And it's like, oh, it's an artistic choice or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he said. But also, like, he definitely did those, like, blue vaping ads, too. I mean, he's, I don't think anything is, like, I think it's weird to imply that something is below him. Right. You know, like, he has been out here. Right. right? And I don't know why I thought that he was in something with Scarlett Johansson. He wasn't. But I. He wasn't. I understand. I understand the commentary, but I still find it strange. And I'm giving him. I'm giving him credit because I like him, but this is really annoying. So he said, I'm still on the hunt for good shit because I don't want to be in Black Widow. It looks like garbage to me. It looks like a bad video game. I'm embarrassed for those people. I'm embarrassed for Scarlett. I'm sure she got paid five, seven million bucks, but I'm embarrassed for her. I don't want to be in those movies. I really don't. I find that kid director that's going to be the next Kubrick and I'll act for him instead. So it's sort of like... Marvel didn't ask you, sweetie, or maybe they did, and he turned them down. But I feel like if he actually turned them down, he would have said that. This is an interview with The Independent. It's kind of random. It's a profile, too. The, the Literally, the lead is Stephen Dorff is despairing of it all. Quote, this year's Oscars were the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he cracks through puffs of an e-cigarette. My business is becoming a big game show. You have actors that don't even have a clue what they're doing. You have filmmakers that don't have a clue what they're doing. We're all in these little boxes in these streamers, TV, film. It's all one big clusterfuck of content mm-hmm. right now. Not wrong, but he is like clearly on one. And if you're on one in that way, obviously Marvel is going to be one of your bigger targets because it does – the TV and film landscape is like 85% Marvel right now mm-hmm. in terms of like money or just and Disney. focus. Yeah. And he's just like, I, I'm, I'm an, I'm a thoughtful indie actor now. And these opportunities are drying up for me because places like Disney are sucking all of the good talent out of the room. And he means, well, that's true. He means actors, he means directors. And it's just like, I get what he's saying, but he's just kind of an asshole he's a he's a grump and so it will always come across as annoying even though what he's saying is like totally understandable and it's funny because he's in a i guess he's promoting a movie called embattled embattled yeah embattled okay is that the one where he's a Uh boxer because i've seen photos of him being a boxer yes and he's also in the third season of true detective or was in the third season of true detective yeah Lindsay, i know interesting i've told you to watch that a million times and you always say no sorry i won't watch it and the experimental country music drama wheeler which if you call if you call if you tell me something is called an experimental country music drama i'm like i've never been further in you know i've never <laughs> been more excited about that what is that i don't even know i'm i'm excited it sucks because it's like it's not like he's out here doing he's not doing bad work at all no. it's just like this is just such a silly way to get attention and it like even even though i don't even like scarlett johansson it just makes you look like stupid yeah. you know yeah i this is why actors don't do this you know and Andrew Dorff, his brother who died recently, remember they yeah. they talk about it in Kid 90 briefly. 
But um, yes, because Stephen Dorff is in there. Wheeler is, I guess, influenced by, based on him, inspired by the death of Andrew Dorff. So it's very personal. There's no oh. information about it on IMDb. I think it's like extremely early in the process. But Stephen Dorff, <gasps> he's a who, right? Yes, we're talking about him. I think he's a who. Yes. He's definitely like a generational, he's like a Gen X hero, but like not, did not, you know, come into the new, the new gen. No. Not sure Gen Z is like, knows a ton about Stephen Dorff. Yeah, maybe they'll watch, maybe when they watch like somewhere on streaming, you know why Gen Z would know about Stephen Dorff? Oh my God, you know why? Why? When they're catching up on Britney's videography. Because he's iconically in, uh, every every time, one of my favorite Britney Every Spears time I songs. see you in my dreams, mm-hmm. where she's in the tub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. He's very good in that, actually. One of his best roles. And that's great casting. Yep. <laughs> I know. Yep. It's one of his roles. Because obviously, at a certain point, you could see him dating Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. There is an age gap, but you could you could have seen that happening. Totally. I'm Stephen Dorff. I've been a smoker for 20 years. And I just found the smarter alternative. Blue e-cigs. Blue lets me enjoy smoking without it affecting the people around me because it's vapor, not tobacco smoke. That means no ash, and best of all, no offensive odor. With blue, you can smoke at a basketball game if you want to. Okay, what's going on with Scooter Braun and Yael Braun? Yael, excuse me, I mean, Cohen honestly, Braun. Not, not a lot is going on aside from them announcing that they're splitting up. Like, they're, they're really, this just happened yesterday. It's like, oh, they're getting a divorce, and all of the Swifties were like, mm, 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 mm. And they were thrilled. They're like Team Yael immediately. Well, first of all, but also Team Yael, it's not Team, they're Team Taylor. Mm-hmm. They're not Team anyone. They don't like either of these two because also they don't like Scooter Braun, obviously. And she came out in defense of him against Taylor. I mean, they don't like either of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not really Team anyone. You know, the Taylor Swift thing is actually, she has kind of a a sparse little Wikipedia um, but Taylor Swift is in is like the second sentence of her Wikipedia page. Yael Cohen, I'm Which sure is. she's furious. Yael Cohen Braun yeah. is a South African Canadian businesswoman, mining heiress, philanthropist, and a co-founder of Fuck Cancer, a health organization working for early detection and prevention of cancer. Period. She had a short-lived rise to fame when she responded to Taylor Swift's response to her to learning her masters had been sold without her knowledge. Which is like. Not relevant to her life. Sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever Swifty got that on the wiki, it's like not that relevant. Apparently, their insiders tell us that in spite of persistent rumors doing the rounds, they are currently there are currently no plans for them to divorce. So they're separated, but like the divorce is TBD or just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems one with the other, but what do I know? I wonder how much money she gets out of this. I wonder what sort of prenup situation. Oh, I mean, although she's super rich, she's from like presumably like she doesn't fucked need up. his money she has her own like literal philanthropy like outfit like she's got the whole thing already yeah you know what i mean like fuck cancer is kind of big that's because that's her it's her own money it's like it. her own like family money because her dad's like oh like it said um, a mining heiress but like it's like <laughs> south african like gold and oil mining like it's just it seems yeah. like really dirty sketchy money and she's got a lot of it it's very rule paul frax it's very like it's it's very like clear it's it's so simple that it seems very bad mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the the darkest passive income it is interesting that recently a few weeks ago actually there were rumors weirdly that scooter Braun had hooked up with erica jane that's so the weird. housewife from beverly hills that? who was in the I mean, I didn't at the time, and I still kind of don't. But now I kind of am like, LOL, because I, he's split. So it, it, I did think of it. I was like, oh, that's so funny. Like, there were such it's, – and it's such a random rumor. Like, these two people being, being put together, it's like – it's one thing to, like, say that a couple working on a movie together – it's hooking up or two people who know each other hooking up. That's easy, right? Mm-hmm. But when you pick, like, two people out of literal midair, it, it almost feels more real because how else – what a rumor, you know, of all people to say Erica Jane has hooked up with since her, like, f- weird fucked up divorce. He's a funny one because it's so random. You're right. Two very different kinds of just who's because he's not really – he's not an actor or an entertainer. He's no, a manager. No, and the other – and the other rumored person that she hooked up with was Gleb from Dancing with the Stars, who was her partner. Remember Gleb Savchenko? Yep. Gleb. How could I forget Gleb? We love There's, like, Gleb. one yeah, famous so, Gleb. So she on the show even said – LOL, people think I'm dating these two people. I haven't seen either of them in four and a half years. Hey, Scooter Braun, what's happening with him? Are you in a sex shop? I haven't seen, I haven't seen, yeah, I'm, 
No. I was seeing my old Dancing with the Stars partner. Oh, Gleb. And then I was seeing Scooter Braun. I did read that. I haven't seen either one of them in four and a half, five years. So where does that come from? It's silly as f But like four and a half years, what a specific time to say. I haven't seen... Maybe she just meant Gleb. This is so silly. I haven't seen Scooter Braun in 17 months. So like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's that is a little what I'm weird. saying. It's like... I haven't seen him in at least four to five weeks. You know, it's like, oh, okay. So now, so then I was kind of like, LOL, maybe that is true. But I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe he had an affair with Erica Jane four and a half years ago, and it finally got to Yael, or Yael was like, wait a second, I want to dump you, and I am still mad about you fucking Erica Jane. You know what? I haven't gotten over that. This is the reason. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying Swifties have power, and I'm not... I'm not working. I'm not crossing Swifties. I'm not cro crossing any Swifties. I don't want to be on because... the receiving end of the like emotional and psychological manipulation that I think the Swifties are capable of. A lot of the power couples we've interviewed have been game to answer some quickfire questions, and so it's only fair that we turn them on ourselves. Let's do it. What's the first thing you do in the morning? Stretch. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> I do. I kind of go ah, I go like that. I check my phone. I answer emails, and then I get out of bed and go to the gym. What's the last thing you do every night? <laughs> what is one habit that we wish we could change about each other? And I would like you to go first because I think this is going to be funny. Being on your phone in the middle of the night in bed, taking phone calls in the middle of the night in bed, I wish that maybe you wouldn't do that. Which one's worse, that or when I chew with my mouth open? No, when you chew with your mouth open. Legitimately, you yeah. can talk all night in bed if you just <laughs> chew with your mouth shut. Moving on, another, so maybe this is more related to the, uh, the rumored relationships, but this is a really funny, like, rumor than denial situation that happened between a, between a who and a them. So Sharon Stone, I guess, was spotted dancing with, hanging out with, canoodling with this rapper, that guy, Rumor R-M-R. Well, there is, I guess it's relevant that his name is Rumor. Mm -hmm. His name is R-M-R, but it's pronounced Rumor. Rumor. Um, we should play his song because he he's... He's sort of like people call it, keep referring to him he as like signed. he signed, but they keep referring to him as like Old Town Road adjacent. And I guess I get that because there's something sort of country, but the music isn't really Old Town Road at all. Yeah. And the gimmick is he wears a mask like Orville Peck or whatever, but his music is honestly broader than the country thing. I think the country thing was like more close to his first song because it was based on the Rascal Flat song. But otherwise, he sounds more like I would say Nelly, like or just kind of a more like musical, melodic trap singer. Never sleep last night let me to where i am bitches that broke my heart they became holes that scam show me a better way promise i'll quit this game this much i know it's true i came up and so could you Fuck the boys in blue. Fuck them all. Fuck 12, fuck 12. Fuck 12, fuck 12. It, it works. I mean, who started the mask thing? Was it Sia? Like I the, mean, the most not, contemporary version of the mask I mean, thing? technically, but also not. Sure, yeah. The like... You know, you could easily figure out my real identity, but I just choose to like wear it's a mask for effect. It's a look. Or as Sia says, to like kind of throw. But like everyone, you know, Sia almost got so famous where it didn't. It was irrelevant that she had done the wig thing for so long because people knew what she looked like. Mm -hmm. Then it became aesthetic. It went from being practical, like I just don't want that many people to see my face, to aesthetic. Yeah. So he's known for that one song, which is this like remix of a rascal flat song i'm sure you're gonna play a clip here and he's known for cool. wearing his mask it's like a ski mask um and it says rmr on it okay so it's kind of funny that sharon stone iconic them even though she behaves like a who like a peak who behavior was hanging out with him okay well she's having she's having a moment quote unquote a hot girl summer as <laughs> page six said her book's out. Mm -hmm. She's having a little bit of like a revival. She's out here giving interviews. She looks amazing. I think she's like having a moment. Yeah. She thinks. Yeah. And I, she kind of is. They were canoodling sure. and quote, popping bottles. And it goes, they were dancing to Chris. No, they were dancing to hip hop, period. Chris Brown was also there. No one cares about uh, Chris Brown. Uh, okay. 
So Page okay. Six started this rumor. They're the ones who were like, this is happening, okay? Then you find out, no, it's not happening. And how do we know that? Because Sharon Stone. So if we go back to the Adele and Skepta thing, Adele, I don't think has ever denied it, but the sources have denied it. So every time there's some sort of new coverage of Adele and Skepta, someone will say, like, our insiders say it's not true. Adele's right? happy and single. Like, yeah. Adele's single. Adele's like, yeah. This right. is straight from the horse's mouth. Here's Sharon Stone being asked about her relationship with Rumor, and she goes, you couldn't have asked a funnier question. <laughs> so I guess that's not true. I think Sharon Stone's, like, having fun. I think it's funny to her that people are saying they're dating when she might have just smooched him and like hooked up I don't know mm-hmm. the Sharon Stone narrative is fun to talk about though like we love to see like a kind of a formerly maligned or scorned or misunderstood Hollywood star come back and like kind of get vindicated sort of I don't know it's it's exciting yeah. like oh yeah date this hip hop hot new like young person you know it's also funny because like they asked her this when she was like out and about with her son who's 25. So it's like she's with her son who's 25 and they're like, are you like Canute? Are you like dating this 21 year old rap rapper? And she's like, LOL, you know, mm-hmm. it is like a little awkward to do that. I mean, shout out to the paparazzi for. Oh, and then there was this funny interview with him from oh, a while ago on NPR, like a few weeks ago. Well, he's like bubbling up. So he's getting a lot of coverage. So it's one of those people where it's like, who is this guy? You're going to get a lot of answers because he's like on the come up in a big way. And so this exchange with NPR made me laugh. This is before the Sharon Stone rumors. You think people are making up a bunch of rumors about you right now? And he goes, they could be. And then NPR says, I feel like some people after a while when rumors pile up, some people just crack. Do you think that'll happen to you? And he goes, I'm a guy in a mask. And then NPR goes, that's all people need to know. He smiled. You know, you're, you're, you're secretive. No one knows anything about you. How how great does that feel? As I grow, obviously, I'm going to open up. Mm-hmm. Again, like they're going to know the story a lot more, but it's cool where it is right now. We've been in the office where you got to go to the record label. And I know at the guard desk, they got to ask you for ID. <laughs> how do you handle that? Nah, it's, a, it, it, it's funny because it'll always be like an A&R who come down and like grab me because I ain't giving him my ID. You feel me? He's like, I don't care if you're this person. He even show ID. You need to show ID. Ooh. The chairman of the label had to come down and grab me. I was like, God damn, nigga, this shit real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> they, gonna go, they, they, get, they gonna come get me. There also has been a few couples that we've talked about in the past few weeks or so where we kind of didn't put them together we were just like oh they're holding hands oh they're being flirty oh they're probably just friends oh da 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 where we have got confirmation that they're actually together like by calls we can't play mm-hmm. so like now I'm a little bit sus because I'm like oh there are a few other people who I misread I saw as friendship or I saw as like kind of fucking with the tabloids but are actually together so I'm a little bit now I'm, what I'm a rude, on edge like, cruel tease you're doing right now sorry I'm sorry, we have sources to protect. Let's get over rumored relationships and talk about actual ones because this is like nepotism romance. This is truly the version of nepotism you love to see. Imagine meeting your partner because of who you are. Eddie Murphy's son is dating Martin Lawrence's daughter. (laughs) Officially, both of them, both sides have announced this on Instagram. It's also great because both of them have like the funniest, like weird, like, Hollywood adjacent things where they clearly do other things but like he she's been in one of his things and and he's been in an an, an Eddie Murphy thing like they've done like vague funny cameos and like not playing themselves but on their parents in their parents work Mm -hmm. but they're not like out here trying to be actors either of them I don't think he's like an aspiring writer and he's done like voice work and she's she just graduated from college and it looks like she's like not going to do entertainment stuff which is completely fair. I just like that it's like they both have IMDb pages that are just from like their, their dad's, dad's crap, stuff. you know, like they've been on stuff, but they're not going the route that you'd expect them to go where it would make sense for them to do that. They're just like kind of Eddie Murphy's normal son and Martin Lawrence's kind of normal daughter, mm-hmm. you know? This is a quote from Eddie Murphy about his children. I am so blessed with my kids. I don't have one bad seed. I don't have any like, oh, you are the one. I don't have that. My kids are so great, normal people. And nobody is like the Hollywood jerk kid. My kids are smart and are trying to do stuff. I'm blessed with my kids. I got really, really lucky. 
Okay, but like it's Eddie Murphy. I know so it's Eddie I Murphy, sorry, but like, like I don't really trust Eddie Murphy when talking about his kids. He's got a lot of he's he also has a lot, a lot of, kids, of kids. But I trust a, the normal a lot of bad relationships in his wake. But I I trust the normal thing. Like it does sound like none of them really want to follow into his footsteps. He has a he has a fraught personal history. Um, but yeah, he has ten kids. He does have a lot of kids. So they're together and it's real. They both posted photos. Not rumors. But see how our thing is here? Oh, yes. We're on the same way. There it is. We're the same cat. Get him there. Okay, I get him. I'm going to work right here. All right. Yo, man, he's getting worse. We got to find him a woman quick. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. (laughs) When I sleep on other beds, I get mad. What is there else to say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want my bed. I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get, and that's the one I got, and that's the one that I love, and that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it, and now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I was in Florida this past weekend, and guess what was the talk of the town? Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not crop. Yeah. So it'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone be photo that's Instagram. on the aura frame. They exactly. With comments and everything. It'll just be on. <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes. So it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No. But do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm-hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. Aura app and, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting you gotta be careful. photos. You got to you gotta be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it, but you should do it. You got to be a little bit careful. But you Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. All the stars were in London over the weekend because they were at Wimbledon and the, like, soccer final and the Euro. Euro. Some of the biggest stars who were there were David Beckham and Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise was arm-in-arm with, well, David Beckham mostly at the Euro, which I did watch. But at Wimbledon... Wait, Tom Cruise went to Wimbledon and the Euro? Tom Cruise was there, too. So I saw Tom Cruise next to David Beckham at at the Euro, but I did not watch Wimbledon, which is where he went with Haley Atwell, who everyone is calling his co-star, <laughs> his slash co-girlfriend, girlfriend. but like not even slash girlfriend, 
Co-star is not in quotes. Girlfriend is in quotes. His co-star girlfriend, Haley Atwell. The Daily Mail is saying Tom and Haley are said to have become, quote, fairly inseparable, which is like fairly. the weirdest thing to say about. It's like either you're inseparable or you're not. You're not fairly inseparable. That's like saying it's like you're fairly obsessed with this. It's like you're either obsessed or you're not. You can't say like an exaggeration word that's that's couched by fairly No, I agree with you completely. But this is like... Like, that is not right. And also, Tom Cruise is obviously rumored to be dating every single co-star he's ever had because of the Scientology PR machine. Mm -hmm. Therefore, remember the last time it flopped because the girl was like, I have a boyfriend, get away from me. (laughs) Right. This one, and look at her now, and this Haley Atwell, poor Haley Atwell, who I don't even know, is now showing up with him to Wimbledon and getting these headlines like, oh, oh. Who I don't even know. Haley Atwell is. Guess, Lindsay, she's the new co-star. She's the new co-star of Mission Impossible. I know. That's why the rumor is happening. I know. I know. I know. And who was she? She's the she's the Marvel. She was the Marvel woman first. We've talked about her. She actually has a lot going Mm -hmm. on, but for the past year, all of the things about her have been about Tom Cruise. And it's like, I guess if this is the (laughs) route you want to go, like best of luck, but it just feels like I don't know. It's not I don't I don't know if this is worth being in Mission Impossible. Right. That's my point. Because it it swallows the rest of your career. Well, some of these women say no, this is not the route I want to take and some like Vanessa Kirby and some of the women are like I absolutely love this route. Put me on this route. I will pretend to be Tom Cruise's air quotes girlfriend for as long as it takes. And it's taken more than usual because this movie has been delayed on hundred times because of the pandemic. Right. It's true. Like her contract had to be extended <laughs> on multiple levels. It's bananas. They were like they were like, date Tom Cruise for like whatever, whatever. And then it's like, sorry, you have to keep dating Tom Cruise until the pandemic's over. And guess what you're going Meanwhile, to Wimbledon and the this like, week. His onset antics went from being like, okay, that's good. He like cares about COVID to being like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like him just like screaming at everyone mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. What a delight. Haley Atwell. Another rumored girlfriend is a woman named Run. Caroline Tyler who went to the ESPYs with Zachary Levi. A lot of events this week that people showed up in and therefore got like, you know, oh, is that so-and-so's whatever? Mm-hmm. Like the ESPYs, which was, who cares? I mean, Zachary Levi, it's like who literally cares that he's dating some girl named Caroline I don't know what Tyler. I care less about, the ESPYs or Zachary Levi. And I think it I might be Zachary I care less Levi. about Zachary Levi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess it's Zachary I care a little Levi. bit more about the ESPYs. Tyler, a Tyler who lists herself on her private Instagram as Carrie. Like the only information <laughs> they have about her is that this woman calls herself Carrie. She's not That's an it. actress as That's far as we can have. tell. She doesn't have a job as far as we can tell. She's just dating Zachary Levi. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Also at the ESPYs, uh, Matt James and Rachel Kirkconnell, quote, came out of hiding, which is the funniest way to say that, like came out of hiding. People knew that they were together for weeks. But this is the still. the Bachelor, the last Bachelor and the winner who was then canceled for being a, at the Antebellum being the photo. Party, yeah. And then got, it got Chris uh, Harrison kind of off the show, which is great. But whatever, these two are like, we don't give a shit. We're like, we're in love. We're together. I will see you through the storm. And they were like spotted like they were spotted in LA together occasionally over this like whole controversy. But this week they were like on the red carpet together in full glam holding hands. So it's like undeniable right. at this point. Which uh-huh. is like surprising and finally, to me, honestly. So let's just so let me just sum this up. We have we have Tom Cruise spotted at Wimbledon with Haley Atwell. We have Rachel Kirkconnell spotted with uh, Matt James at the ESPYs. And now we have, finally, the most important thing, Lucy Boynton spotted riding a horse. (laughs) On the set of her new Agatha Christie drama. From Queen, dot, 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 to the Queen of Crime, Bohemian Rhapsody star Lucy Boynton is spotted riding a horse as she films a new Agatha Christie drama. It took me so long to realize that the Queen of Crime was not like the character she was playing. It was Agatha Christie. And I was like, oh, that's sort oh, of Oh, like a, she's not the queen of it's crime. It's sort of a sloppy headline. Agatha is. Right? From queen to queen of crime. It's stretch. It's difficult. Well, to be fair, she didn't really play queen either. I'm sorry. She just played. Wait, I'm furious yeah. at this. Okay, this first bullet. The 27-year-old actress was spotted last week in picturesque village of Shur. Uh-huh. 
I thought there were like one million like shures in England. It's always like Hamptonshire, Hamptonshire, Hamptonshire. This is this is the shure. Wait, that's why you're mad. It's I guess it's spelled. Name? I guess it's spelled differently. This is share. Okay, I I take this back. So the movie is called Why Didn't They Ask Evans, which is an Agatha Christie thing, I guess. Oh my God. Who's Evans? I'm I don't know who Evans this. is, and I really don't care about it's Lucy Boynton. Also written and produced by Hugh Laurie, <laughs> as in House. House made this. Written and produced. I thought he was making music now. He's very multi-talented. He put Lucy Hale. He put Lucy Boynton on a horse. Huh. Okay. He's a novelist as well. Oops. He's a novelist. He's a songwriter. He's a musician. He's an actor. He's a producer. He really is a jack of all trades. I didn't realize. Okay. God, there's so many new girlfriends. Uh, I just want more Lucy. Ha- I keep saying Lucy Hale when I want to say Lucy Boynton. I just want Lucy Hale. Nope. I did it again. I just want Lucy Boynton spreaded on a horse. I don't want like new girlfriends, you know? But Although I this do is love this new we- girlfriend. Well, Drake has a new girlfriend, but it was funny because everyone knew they were dating, but they were officially outed when some hilarious ABC7 guy in a helicopter spotted them on a date in Dodger Stadium. Like he was flying over just in because, you know, he's like a helicopter pilot for, for, a, for a ABC7. local news station. Yes. He's right. And he was flying guy. over. He was flying over Dodger Stadium and he noticed that a couple was having a romantic dinner in the middle of the stadium there's no game going on and it was drake and this woman joanna joanna's last name is leia it's joanna leia but it's funny because people were like their privacy and it's like they're having dinner in like a empty dodger stadium that is like so clearly you know what i mean like it if you wanted to have privacy like go inside a house you know like it's okay that they work taken they got a and in taken. case you're in wondering one he's like smiling when he's smiling at the helicopter in case you're wondering Oh, well, how do we know that that woman is Joanna? Well, she's wearing a jersey that says Joanna on the back of it. Did you see the back of it? I mean, <laughs> I was like, come yeah, and, on. And you can, sp- you can spot Drake just, from miles away. Yes. I mean, he's the most, re- he's so recognizable, even in this photo that's like blurry with the like ABC7 His logo. beaming over smile. It or that's Drake. It is pretty funny. And they've been dating for a while because I guess Drake was like mentoring her son in basketball. He's like a big, he's like a pick for USC. Or he's like gonna go to USC, UCLA. So people have known, and I guess cool. there's like, because he is on a high school basketball team with the son of LeBron James. Of LeBron James. So Bronny yeah. James is, I think, the them and their friendship and their friend group, because like his dad is a famous NFL player, but like kind of lost to time famous NFL player named. Um, Oh, uh, uh, Aaron Bailey. And Aaron Bailey, when I was like, well, is there anything interesting about Aaron Bailey? It was so sad. Aaron Bailey played for a long time. He played for the Colts, I think most famously, the Indianapolis Colts. And the thing he's best known for is he didn't catch what could have been a game-winning pass in the playoffs. Like, had Uh he caught this pass that was a Hail Mary, to be fair, they would have gone to the Super Bowl, like, for the first time. And it would have been. So he's huge. famous for missing. He's a catch. famous for missing a catch, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's so, that's so sad. It's such a bummer." I put. If you want to play the clip, I put the link, and it's like just a sad thing, even just to listen to. There, it is juggled. It is. God, now they say incomplete. Now they say incomplete. Oh. It is dropped by Aaron Bailey in the end zone. No time on the clock. The Colts thought they had it. They thought they had it. It's over. Well, she is a model, and she has been for a long yes. time. Because she's like she's like 40 years old, which is nice. Drake's not dating some, like, 20-something model. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's dating a, 40 dating a woman model. with – Drake has a kid, and he's dating a woman with kids. Like, that's good. You know, like, he's dating – he's dating in the right realm, I think, for mm-hmm. Drake at this point. Mm-hmm. Someone – like, people who understand each other. Yeah. She was even on a Lifetime show called Bringing Up Ballers, a.k.a. literally like about mothers, mothers with children who play sports. I am the loudest and proudest mom in the gym. So if you don't love me, then something wrong with you. Johanna, on the other hand, is the definition of a mean bad girl. Game over. Game over. Quit the game. Other parents are definitely intimidated by me. I'm 5'11". I'm attractive. I have a star athlete. My son Amari is a sixth grader. Amari and Namari. Like, how did that happen? Let's go! Nice step back. Now y'all gotta make it. 
My son Amari is only 12 years old, but he's already playing up with 15 and 16 year olds. They're twice his size and he's kicking their asses. Yes. And so he started going to these basketball games at high school games that were getting coverage independently where it was like drake and michael b short michael b jordan show up to this like random high school where lebron james's son is playing it is pretty random yeah it's random but whenever you look at the footage in retrospect who is drake sitting next to the beautiful model like the whole time but i think people weren't willing to put that together unless like it was very much if you know you know because there were kind of rumors in like sporty corners of the internet like basically they were like let's go watch like lebron james kid play in a basketball game yes. right and then it kind of like went from there mm -hmm. make, meaning like there's lots of other kids good kids on the team oh wait one of them has a hot mom oh wait i love going to these games oh wait i'm a mentor now etc exactly. etc exactly there was there was some well. there was some funny footage of him like yelling at the ref <laughs> you know like at a high yeah. school basketball game like at a high being a daddy without game, being wow. the daddy you that's know? the biggest dad move ever mm -hmm. so funny tmz said that he rented it out and then they had to literally add a correction it. which is insane it says turns out drake didn't technically have to rent out the stadium a source with the team tells us his date night was all made possible thanks to a substantial donation he made to los angeles dodgers foundation <laughs> it's like it's like who cares? Like who cares? That's essentially renting it out. Like what is that even? Like okay, great. He gave money to them. No, I of think course, that, that's what I expected. Well, that to me reads like it was fully Drake's people being like that belittles Drake. You know that makes him look less a lister than he is. That makes right. him look less rich. What do we have rich. to do? Uh -huh. Sure, like, or whatever. Oh no, yeah. he's or a philanthropist. Maybe he, he's a philanthropist. Or maybe he like gives the highest tier of money to them, yeah. so he gets box seats and like special privileges. Sure. And one of these is like a privilege that you would get if you paid the highest amount mm -hmm. to their foundation, aside from a, a box. Or but whatever. whatever the case is, the the correction makes him look richer. <laughs> And cooler oh, I mean, it makes than it just look better renting. too. Yeah. It's like he didn't just rent this out. You know, he's not just some like cocktail party, right? It's like he's Drake. Yeah, like who's controlling the music? Like, uh, like, oh, how do I connect to the jumbotron? Like, <laughs> trying so hard to It'd connect be your sick, Bluetooth. Though, if I was like, I'm renting out Dodger Stadium and I'm watching the Meddler on the jumbotron. Like, that's like what I want from this. You know, it's like all my friends are coming. We're watching the Meddler on the jumbotron. Why? Because why not? How far? That would be fun. How far are they from the kitchen? Like, is the food code cold once they I'm walk gonna, across the field? You can't ask these questions. You can't ask these questions. Uh, I have some questions. But anyway, that's the new that's the new girlfriend. So this sort of just happened. I guess it happened yesterday. And it's extremely themy behavior because it's like the two of the richest, most high-profile people on the planet, Richard Branson and Elon Musk. Oh, this isn't really about Elon Musk. Isn't Bezos also going to space? Oh, Bezos too. They're all in this dumb space They're in space a space race. race. It's, it's dumb. The anyway, most 2021 that we're in a space race, but it's all just the billionaires. Like it's not like America versus like Russia. It's, not, it's like literally just like within our own stupid. Yeah, what's it's a, it but makes I, me sick. But it is interesting because it is like there are people who are very interested in this, who are excited by this, but there is like a general like. And I think it's very Gen Z inspired, which is great, where it's like a lot of people are like, fuck this, who cares? You know, there isn't that type of excitement that I think maybe 20 years ago would have been. Because I think mm -hmm. people now are like, wow, we hate billionaires. Like, stop doing stuff, you know? Yeah. It's fascinating. Well, do you remember when, when Lady Gaga was supposed to go to space and sing? Oh, yeah. And then like, oh, yeah. it I didn't remember? happen because there was a test flight and people died. And then she was like, abort, abort, abort. We're not doing this. Like... It's well, really that's dangerous. Why I'm like, what? It feels like this specific space flight that just happened yesterday, there weren't really any like celebs aside from, I guess, Steve Colbert hosted the live stream or something. Kind of. I think yeah, it's he also, did. Also, kind of like a wink wink oh. thing, but I'm sure you got paid enough where it well, maybe wasn't too. You know what I think? I didn't even realize this was happening yesterday because I was watching the Euro. And right. again, I don't watch soccer, but that seemed more more important to me you know like the celebs were talking about that yeah my friends that's were what talking about that so it's like i didn't even know this was happening it's like they chose the worst day i think the other day they could have chose was the election like it was the worst day possible to do this because also space really, it didn't get a lot of attention and celebrities space. love we space. all iconically know we all iconically know space depends so much on weather that things get canceled left and right whenever you're talking about shooting a rocket into space. Like, it's like, well, the weather's a slightly wrong. Just saying, celebrities love space, and this space launch was not very celebrity studded. Like, considering. Mm -hmm. You'd think Richard yeah. Branson would call in one of his many celebrity friends. Never forget, he has that island that they all go to. Gives them all guest passes. They all go to it. 
He didn't call anyone. Actually, the only person he did call, which is why we're talking about this, is Khalid, who performed <laughs> a new song after they took off into space. And it was like one of the more depressing things I've ever seen. I'm sorry. And I like Khalid. Me he too. is a who. He's a is who. He, a, he is a who, maybe. Maybe he's not, though. Okay. No, he's a who. And the reason he's a who is he's like, he's so, he's so, fe- I think of him as like featuring Khalid, you know, like. Yeah, but he's had big hit. He's had huge hits. He's had huge hits. But I still think like personality wise, he's extremely low key, you know. Maybe his music he's is not, He's not really like a celebrity behavior. He kind of reminds me of like the weekend before the weekend was like, I'm going to do a persona now. And like, I love yeah. the spotlight now. He's By very way, like you see artisty. The weekend was spotted again with Angelina Jolie at a concert. Yeah. They are dating. Maybe they're friends. I don't know. Whatever yeah. was happening. I don't know. I'm happy to believe they're dating. I'm happy to believe that they're dating. I think it's dating. so they're crazy if it. they're dating. But anyways, so. Don't call me the weekend. Call me Shiloh's dad. You know, like that's oh what it is God. now. That's Mr. Weekend to you. Okay, sorry. What? Yep. Mr. Weekend's my dad. I'm the... Okay, sorry. I'm the... Okay, going. (laughs) So Stephen Colbert introduced... First of all, the behavior of people whenever they're getting, like, a bonus in their paycheck... Like the His tone is, like, he's definitely doing the work. He's definitely, like, on. And CBS and, like, Virgin Galactic will not be mad that they hired him to do this. But, like, you can see how miserable he is. Also, can we agree... Sounds. Sorry, can we agree that going to space is, like, really hooey? But only thems can do it, really. Yeah, you but, have to be a go- them billionaire But the to act of going to space is hooey. Yeah, because it's desperate. It's childish. It's yeah. desperate. It's meaningless, right? Mm-hmm. It is, like, weirdly... It's meaningless. It's, like, yes. weirdly patriotic, but, like, no one actually and is paying attention. <laughs> and you know why else it's hooey? Yeah. Why? It's the most shamelessly self-promotional act you could possibly do. Right. This is just to promote my personal brand. And it's, like, throwing money into the garbage can. Celebrities love self-promo. They love doing things that are worthless. And they love doing things that only increase their personal But you're right. Going brand. to space is the hooeyest thing only of them can do. Because, yeah. like, Khalid probably couldn't get, like, a seat on board. He was like, I guess I'll do the song. I'd be like, mm-hmm. trade me. Let me go to space. Why the fuck what else would I do this? And it's like, oh, yeah. well. How about $10 million? It's like, okay, sure, I'll do it for that. <laughs> yeah. And he, this is the way Khalid was introduced, which is just like, oh, my God. Okay, listen. Thanks, Veronica. And if you thought that was incredible, folks, someday you're going to tell your grandchildren that you were watching the live stream when Virgin Galactic and Richard Branson first launched into space. And they'll say, we know, Mima, you've told that story a hundred times. But then you'll say, even the part about Khalid performing the song New Normal for the first time, and then they'll sit up excitedly and they'll say, really? You were there? And you'll say yes, because ladies and gentlemen, here to debut his new single, New Normal, welcome to the stage, El Paso's very own Khalid. That is so depressing to introduce it like that. Right. Then the song, which is fine, but it's not about space. And I'm like, sing a song about space. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's also kind of depressing to call it the new normal that we're going to, sp- you know, that like billionaires, only billionaires go to space, you know? Yeah. How fast time goes, living in the moment, taking you for granted. It's a I was, I'm like looking at, because I feel, I feel like Khalid really is a who, but now I'm just like back on Khalid because it's like, he's an interesting place because his music is really good. But like, you really, I was searching Daily Mail for him. Like, people don't write about him. He see, must be super, super private. Like, he doesn't get celeb coverage despite he the is. fact that he is uh, like a yes. platinum artist. Yeah. Totally. Know Your Worth was has been on my top 20 on Spotify like multiple years in a row, which every time it pops up again, I'm very surprised. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, I do listen to that all no, the time. No, he had a great album. I, it's just, it, it is interesting to me that he, it's interesting to me that he chose to put out this new song that I think is a real song of his. And I'm like, won't, won't you just make a space song? I know a bar out in Mars where they driving spaceships instead of cars. Cop a Prada space suit about the stars. Getting stupid high straight about the jaws. Pockets on Shrek, rockets on deck. Tell me what's next, alien sex. I'ma disrobe you, then I'ma probe you. See, I'm abducted you, so I tell you what to do. I will say it is hooey. It's inarguably hooey. 
to premiere your song in the desert as Richard Branton goes, goes into goes space, to above, space you. above you. Right. <laughs> I know they're like, Khalid, why'd you do this? And it's like the money. But his answer was like, I love space. Around this time last year, I was super fascinated and gravitated towards space. That's a funny way to put it. I was watching this comet by the name Neowise last year. And space travel is something that I've always been interested in as well. And I've been going through the motions of understanding this new postmodern future that's coming together, especially when it comes to technology. It's something that really excites me. I'm like, okay, okay. So there's a connection, but still, both he and Stephen Colbert did this for the money, which I totally understand, but come on. Khalid. Uh, I just wanted a song that's like, we're going to space, we're going to space, space, space. You know, like, like not a Lady Gaga, but... Or like, go to space. But, yeah. It's sort of sad that he gets the consolation prize where he was like, Richard Branson calls or like the people are like, okay, we want you to do this space thing. And he's like, do I get to go? I love space. And they're like, well, unfortunately, you can't go to space, but you can sing one of your new songs underneath the underneath the right. spaceship. Like, it's sort of sad. To all you kids down there, I was once a child with a dream looking up to the stars. Now I'm an adult in a spaceship with lots of other wonderful adults. Maybe it's time to do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? It's that time. This headline, I want to die. Rita Ora covers her modest with just an England shirt as she joins Amanda Holden, Rachel Riley, and Victoria Beckham getting ready for England's much-anticipated Euro 2020 final against Italy. It is weird that Rita Ora, instead of putting on the damn shirt, is holding the shirt over her body. What is wrong with her? Like, is this because there was like a tan in place that couldn't get messed up by the white shirt? Why is she holding the shirt over because her body? Because it's sexy, Lindsay. It's sexy. It's sexier to hold the shirt than it is to wear it. How is it sexier to put the shirt over yourself like a piece of laundry than just wear it? It's. I don't know how to tell you that it's sexier, but it's definitely sexier. Look at her. She's having fun. It's funny because she's like also wearing it like a mini dress. Like she put it over her and you could tell it's just a shirt lying on her body. But then she kind of wraps the sleeves under her arms and it's like, oh, Rita Ora's like made a mini dress out of the shirt how are you surprised that she's a genius like i don't <laughs> i don't know why you're shocked like, by this I behavior she's genius p- were they like rita put the shirt on and she's like no instead i'll just put it on top of my body if she wore the shirt it would have been like she wears barely there like rita ora wears nothing but an england shirt as she joins amanda holden right. rachel Riley. but like the moment it's resting over her body and not actually slid over her head it covers her modesty which she is doing. I hate modesty as this like physical body part now. <laughs> it is weird. I hate Covering calling your like modesty. your your boobs and your whatever genitals. genitals. God, I'm like your what's the right modesty. word for this? Your boobs and your genitals modesty is like horrifying language. She wore a shirt the normal way though, and they also loved it. It said Rita Ora supports black sunglasses and graphic tank top as she poses up a storm for sizzling photo shoot in a convertible car. Because again, she's in Los Angeles. Of course she's in a convertible. I'm so glad she wore a shirt the normal way later in the day or whatever. We didn't cover this specifically, but did you see that there were more photos from her July 4th party and one of them was like her and Anya Taylor-Joy? I love that. Yes, her Prospero Tequila party where her best friend Anya Taylor-Joy came. Who's who? Rita Ora and Anya Taylor-Joy like next to each other was truly like a surreal moment for me. It's like, all right. Sorry, Anya Taylor-Joy, people were surprised by that. Anya Taylor-Joy is like a smoker, okay? She's friends with Rita Ora, okay? (laughs) She's a smoker. Anya Anya Taylor-Joy, this is not condoning cigarettes. Cigarettes are bad, but also like, uh, so she was having a good time. It's like, if you're a smoker and you get into Hollywood, they give you Rita's number. They're like, (laughs) they're like, they're like, call call Rita. You seem down. I'm sorry. Yeah. She seems down. She's fun. I don't know what the PC way of is to like discuss cigarettes in 2021, but it's like Anya Taylor-Joy smoking on a curb. I'm like, you seem cool as hell. <laughs> it, it made me think she looked cool for the first time. Unfortunately, that is true. Unfortunately, Unfortunately. that is true. Okay, because you get a text and it says maybe Rita and it's just sudden. It's like, hey, Anya, I'm having a Prospero Tequila party on July 4th. Want to come? Hope you can. Kisses. Moi. When your phone says maybe Rita, Rita. doesn't isn't it when the person says, hey, hey it's, it's Rita? Rita. Yeah. 
Like it's the person who said when your phone like gives it a maybe the person it's usually the person has to say, hey, it's X for sure. Right. That's when the maybe shows up. Not like any other way. They don't like know the person's name. But Rita said, hey, it's Rita. No, I know. But I'm just asking in general when that happens to you, when you have like maybe colons in your phone or whatever, it's because at some point the person said, hey, it's Lindsay or whatever. And this and it's I spiraled because of this once because I got I got a text from someone once and it was maybe Eli. It was this guy named Eli. And it was like, why is it saying maybe Eli? Because it was the first time I'd ever seen that. And I was like, oh, it's because it says that. I thought it was this weird privacy thing. But no, it's very obvious. No, because he said, hey, it's hey, Eli. Hey, it's Eli. Exactly. But I was like, how does the phone know? And it's like, oh, it knows for the most obvious, easy reasons in the world. But it, it seems is the creepy. Fun- but it's the funniest feature. And like, it's it was very scary when it first started happening to people. Mm-hmm. People were like, what? How do they know? Mm-hmm. It's a little horrifying at first. Okay, I think we're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, Who's There? We might play your call, answer it on the air. Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly for bonus episodes and extra content. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. We love your ratings and reviewings, and we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Oh, thank you to Katie and Eric who's for providing our read a theme song bye bye you will say that